Hey guys, it's Keon, and today I'm going to be talking about the factors to consider when it comes to Alex Pereira versus Israel Adesanya too, because there are a lot of factors when it comes to who could win this fight, who could lose this fight, and so on. So I wanted to go through each one, one by one, and I want to start with the first one, which is, is Alex Pereira in Israel Adesanya's head? And I think this is the biggest factor heading into their second fight, because Alex recently defeated Israel, first time in MMA, third time overall when we also include the kickboxing matches, and man, I don't know about Israel, but I feel like for most people, that would get into their heads, because you're facing a guy for the fourth time, and out of the other fights, you won none of them. So, is Israel Adesanya going to be able to overcome this mental hurdle of facing a guy for a fourth time knowing that he has never been able to beat him even though there have been times where it looked like he was going to be able to beat him in the end it was Alex Pereira who got his hand raised and that has to play some sort of factor to Israel Adesanya's mindset heading into this fight against Alex Pereira and the same could also be said for Alex Pereira knowing that he beat Israel three times the momentum is definitely on his side so this could be very beneficial for Alex and very tough for Israel Adesanya heading into this bout. Another factor we got to consider is will this pressure motivate Israel because Man, like I said, three defeats in a row to the same guy, and you get one more shot, basically. If all of these fights took place in MMA, there would be no shot, but because the most recent defeat was in MMA and Israel was a longtime champion, will this pressure motivate him to make it even in MMA? Because not only is it about making it even against his arch nemesis, but it's also about Israel's legacy, because if he was to lose two times in a row to the same guy in MMA, that would definitely take a hit on Israel's legacy, which seemed to be very good before he fought Alex in MMA. To many, he was considered the second greatest middleweight of all time, and it seemed like no one was going to be able to stop him, as he basically lapped the entire division. But Alex Pereira comes in and stops all of that, and if he was to lose to Alex again at UFC 287, it would be like, yes, Israel Adesanya was a great middleweight champion, but it was this one guy who had his number, and because of that, we can't consider him as one of the greats in MMA, which is a goal that Israel had for himself. He didn't want to just be a great fighter, he wanted to be one of the greatest of all time, and if he loses to Alex Pereira for a second time, then that would definitely hurt his chances to get there. So with his back against the wall when it comes to trying to beat Alex and trying to salvage his legacy, will this motivate Israel enough to get the win at UFC 287? Another factor I want to talk about is, will this weight cut be too difficult for Alex Pereira? The guy is absolutely massive, should be fighting at light heavyweight, but he tries to make the cut down to 185 in order to ruin Israel Adesanya's life. But man, that cut is very difficult, especially at the age of 35. I don't know how Alex does it. And even heading into that first fight in MMA against Israel, he did not look too great. I was surprised that he managed to make the cut down to 185, but hey, he was able to do it and was able to get the win. But is he able to do it for a second time? And even if he is able to do it, how will that affect him? Will it slow him down during the fight? Will he not be able to take a punch as well because of it? There are a lot of factors when it comes to Alex Pereira and the weight cut for this fight. Another factor I want to talk about is, will Alex be able to keep the fight standing? Because as we know, in the first fight, 
Israel was able to out-wrestle him, which is not a good sign whatsoever because Israel is not a wrestler. But hey, he made Israel a wrestler because when he kept the fight on the feet, he was finding a lot of success. And that's a very impressive feat to have against someone like Israel Adesanya, who usually is the guy who finds success on the feet against his opponents. But in this fight, even though Israel did find a lot of success. Alex was also able to find success of his own. He started to face troubles once Israel brought the fight down. And although Israel didn't do much while on top, Alex was unable to get back up easily. And that could play a huge factor into this second fight if Israel is able to take him down and hold him there. And this factor also plays in hand with Israel. Will Israel become more of a wrestler this time around? Will we see Israel Adesanya Medov? in this fight because if you were to fight smart this would be the game plan to bring Alex Pereira down and to just keep him there because like I said he was finding a lot of success in the first fight with it if he's able to do it the second time around then I think it will be a clear path for him to get the win another factor going into this second fight is Will Israel be able to overcome Alex's size? Because here's the thing. Israel has been looking impressive when he was the bigger guy in the cage. But once he faced someone his size or bigger, that's when he had troubles. When he went up to 205 and fought Jan Bohovic, Jan's size proved to be a huge factor in that fight. And because of it, Israel was unable to find much success. And the same happened when he fought Alex. He was unable to use his range like he usually does in his fights. And because of it, you saw Israel with his back against the cage for most of this fight. And it wasn't the usual Israel Adesanya that we see in his other fights when he has the size advantage. So obviously size doesn't change from the first fight to the second. But will Israel be able to make adjustments to find more success when it comes to fighting someone who is bigger than him. Another factor we should think about is, can Israel get the finish this time around? Because if you don't remember, by the end of that first round, he looked very close to finishing Alex Pereira. But unfortunately for him, the bell saved Alex. If he's able to do what he did at the end of the first round, but in the middle of a round or early in a round, then hey, he can get the win that way. And that would be much better than trying to fight all five rounds against Alex, where the risk is high of getting caught like he did in the first fight. And the final factor I want to talk about is will Alex be able to face adversity again? Because he did very well in facing adversity in the first fight, looked like he was going to lose the fight, and then comes back in the fifth round, gets that finish. And this is something that Alex's coach Glover Teixeira has spoken about many times before, that this is how Alex fights. He will lose rounds. He will have moments where he's not looking good. But when it comes to getting that clutch finish, Alex shows up and this isn't the only time he's done it. He's done it before in other fights, especially in kickboxing. So even if Israel is the better all-around mixed martial artist this time around in the second fight like he was in the first fight, will Alex be able to survive all of that and get the finish by the end? But what do you think? What factors should we consider when it comes to this second fight between Alex Pereira and Israel Adesanya? And which factor do you think is the biggest one when it comes to this fight? But that's a lot for now, so I'll see you in my next one. Bye-bye. Hey guys, it's Keon, and today I'm going to be talking about the factors that we should consider when it comes to Gilbert Burns versus Jorge Masvidal, a fight which will be going down this Saturday at UFC 287. So let's get to it with the first factor, and that is, will the pressure motivate Jorge? Clearly, Jorge's back is against the wall coming into this fight. He's on a three-fight losing skid. 
he's going up against a very tough fighter in Gilbert Burns. And on top of all of that, the stakes are high for this one because there's a huge possibility that if he gets an impressive win, he can leapfrog his way back into a title fight. So this is a big time fight for Jorge. And I also forgot to mention his legacy is on the line. If Jorge loses four in a row, he will be far away from the days where he was a top guy in the welterweight division and one of the biggest names in the UFC overall. And if he loses again at UFC 287, I think it would be clear that it is the end of Jorge Masvidal's run at the top as a UFC fighter. But if he wins, man, that will flip the script big time and there will be a little bit of hope for a Jorge Masvidal comeback. So with all so with all of this on the line, will the pressure be enough to motivate Jorge to get the win at UFC 287? Another factor I want to talk about is will the home crowd advantage be beneficial for Jorge? This fight is taking place in Miami and of course this is Jorge's backyard. He is a massive star there. So clearly the fans are going to be on his side when it comes to him fighting Gilbert Burns. Will that be enough motivation for him to get this win at UFC 287? Because I'm sure he doesn't want to disappoint the entire arena with a defeat so maybe the crowd will be extra motivation for him to get the win another factor that i want to talk about is is jorge still focused on fighting because this is a guy who is extremely popular and is doing other things in his life outside of fighting such as promoting his own tequila brand and running his own boxing promotion just last week he had an event for game bread fighting promotions and when you think about how close that event was to ufc 287 it makes me think that jorge masvidal must be very busy and i don't know if that's a good thing heading into a big time fight like this one so what made me question is Jorge Masvidal's head still in fighting or is his head on other things outside of it and if it's the latter I don't like his chances against Gilbert at UFC 287. I also want to talk about Jorge's stand-up skills is he still an elite striker because we can't forget this guy is great on the feet but we haven't really seen that in his past three defeats because in those fights, he was unable to showcase his skills on the feet because he was facing wrestlers. So he was always worried about getting taken down instead of implementing his own game on the feet. And I get it, Gilbert is still very good on the ground and can bring Jorge down himself. But at the same time, he's not wrestle heavy like Kamara Usman and Colby Covington, which I think will be beneficial for Jorge when it comes to implementing his striking. And if he's able to implement his striking, will we see the Jorge Masvidal who knocked out Darren Till, Ben Askren, and put on a striking clinic against Nate Diaz? If we see that version of Jorge in this fight against Gilbert Burns, man, I think he could find a lot of success in this fight and get the win that way. And this factor also ties in with the last factor, and that is, will Jorge be able to keep the fight standing? Because like I said, even though Gilbert is not a wrestle-heavy fighter, he's still able to bring the fight down and is very dangerous there with his jiu-jitsu. After all, Hamza didn't even want to bring the fight down because he was worried about Gilbert on the ground and... Hey, at the same time, Gilbert is a smart fighter. When he fought Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, he found success by bringing the fight down. So even though he's not the strongest wrestler, he's still able to bring the fight down when he needs to, which I think is something he can do when he fights Jorge Masvidal. But another thing we have to consider is that Jorge is also very good on the feet as well. His striking has really improved over the years, and this is a guy who rocked Kamar Usman back in Kamaru's prime. He's also the guy who rocked Hamzat on the feet and overall found a lot of success with his striking against Hamzad in that fight. So just because Jorge is known as a really good striker, it doesn't mean that Gilbert isn't good as well. The final factor I want to talk about is will Gilbert be able to avoid getting finished? Because I think this is the factor
factor that many people point to when it comes to how Jorge Masvidal can win this fight. He's going to have to get the finish against someone like Gilbert Burns. And look, Gilbert Burns is a very tough fighter. He has eaten some huge shots and kept going. But at the same time, he has also eaten shots and went down because of it. Will Jorge Masvidal be able to crack him? And yes, even though Gilbert is a very tough fighter, maybe the damage that he accumulated over the years is starting to affect him. And at the age of 36, maybe his chin is no longer as strong as it once was. But if he's able to avoid getting finished by Jorge Masvidal, then there is a very good chance that he will win this fight. But what do you think? What factors do you think play a big role between Gilbert Burns and Jorge Masvidal? And which factor do you think we should consider the most? But that's a lot for now, so I'll see you in my next one. Bye-bye.